conversation that the XFL was in talks with a established um, studio to make a football game. But the but that video game company said we need to see you get past sure. one season. Yeah. Before see, the we thing with the XFL, I hate to say it this way, but it's true. But because it is going to be such a transient league, you could get away with generic players much differently for the XFL than you can in Madden. That's true. Because, you know, you think about Madden, you think of the NFL, and there are just certain names that have to be there. Where with the XFL, they may be there, they may not. So, And if they are, they're probably there. Like, if they're the top tier, they're not in there next year. Right, and, and that's a, that's a licensing issue that you might run into if yeah. they're in the XFL and they get signed by the NFL, right. or or so if you they could were get away signed with Joe Schlo, you know Joe Schmo in there. But that also could be a fun storyline development. Is yeah. how do you keep the player in your league instead of jumping ship? Exactly, it's like trying to convince your uh, for, your your redshirt junior to come back. Exactly, in the NCAA. I was going to say it's like back to the NCAA storylines. Right, that made it so unique. Uh, Dana Holkerson. Sure. <laughs> well, you know, sorry, I, that was a segue there. Um, I, I, I was like, okay, so um, uh, Dana Hol- Holkerson, who's the coach at, head coach at Houston, right? Is he? Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, he uh, convinced to Eric King to redshirt. Oh, right. Oh, that's right, yeah. And now Eric King is in Miami? Is yeah, right? transfer portal yeah. to Miami, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, so life. Um, <laughs> yeah, my point was lost there. Um, <laughs> uh, it would be. It's kind of the same idea. You know, like I was yeah. talking about like convincing and stuff like that. There are a lot yeah. of logistics that would have to be figured out to make an XFL game, unless you made strictly a 1v1 XFL game where all you did was well, you were able to do a play now game. But if you were going to do like a franchise mode or some type of online mode that. That might require, like we said, we don't know what they're going to do for future drafts. We don't know what's happening with a lot of these players. There's a lot that would have to get worked out for a game that we'd want to play. Right. Because, you know, an XFL game is cool, but if it's a play now XFL game, I don't care. You know, because I want to play a franchise mode. Right. That's the way I play. Um, So it would be really interesting to see if they did anything. Now, the rumor was that it was 2K that they were having these conversations with. Well, that makes yeah. sense. They're the the other biggest studio, right? Right. When it comes to sports games, them yeah. and well, the, I guess there's Sony with MLB The Show. I can't. What's yeah, the but that? that's just you know that's just their own little baby, sure. um, the kind of thing. Yeah. But maybe if they it's wanted to baby. branch out, yeah, yeah, it's a really good baby. So, uh, <laughs> but it brings up another thing. We at 2K was going to make an XFL game. Well, 2K is now back in the NFL game business. Yeah. Which actually, I think, shed a light for a lot of people on what the actual um, exclusivity deal was with mm-hmm. with EA. So the exclusivity deal with EA was specifically for simulation brand football, which means anybody else could have made a non-simulation football game utilizing the NFL trademarks. Like NFL Blitz. Right. Something like that could have been a thing. Right, but then is it even a gameplay thing? Because if you look back, I saw this, somebody else posted this. Interestingly enough, the last um, 2K game, that w- it was the All-Pro 2K, is not described as a simulation experience. It's described as an authentic experience, football experience. 
So the oh, question your semantics for you. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. So so the question becomes what is technically a simulation game? What is technically not? What constitutes that? So what can they make? You know. So here's here's a question. Can you make can you make head coach? Can you make a head coach game? Because that utilizes all of the stuff. And if it's a game where you don't even play the games, you Didn't just manage try them. That? Well, no, EA had. I was going to say it was NFL, EA. Yeah, NFL wasn't head Bill coach. Bill Cowher on the cover? Uh, uh, on the was, second one. Bill Cowher was on the first one. Tony oh, wait, Dungy wait. was on the second, second one. one. That's right. Um, first one was better than the second right. one. But let's say let's say the product <clears throat> does not have any actual on-field football playing, but it's all team management, and you're the GM of a team, and you have to hire your coach, and you have to hire your staff, and you have to negotiate contracts. There's a lot of people that would love some uh, product yeah. like that. I would play it. I played the original NFL head coach. Loved it because yeah. I, I now, don't. That's I, what you do. Yeah. You did have to go out and call plays and then watch them execute yeah. the plays. I don't know that this could do that. But would that technically be simulation? Because you're simulating. See, I'm not sure it would be because you're not controlling the individual player choice. Right. So, uh, so then, so then you have to ask yourself, what does that mean to the license to the people who are holding the licenses? What does that mean to the NFL? What will it mean to the lawyers and the judges in court if ultimately it goes to a lawsuit? Yeah, you know, and I think they're gonna try to play it safe. And I, there's a lot of speculation. Here's my own personal thoughts on what 2K is probably gonna do. Yeah. Um, they're going to have something that's going to go into that online mutt yeah. well, they type said, thing. They said online. Yeah. So, you know, a so, my team. Style. Exactly. But I, I could see them doing a my uh, uh, my player type model for online pickup games. Yep. And that would be a kind of a cool thing. If they did like a seven on seven online pickup games, you know, like it'd be interesting to see how that would look. I think it would be cool with like the eleven on eleven, so people would oh, have to be the off- offensive linemen. You would have to have something. <laughs> that would yeah. be freaking awesome. You'd have to have some type of pass mechanic thing. Yeah. You know, but like if it lets you get players that are from the NFL, if it lets you get logos from the NFL, but it's not technically an NFL season, then is it no longer simulation? But if it plays like actual football, is it considered simulation? Wasn't there like a little league version of that? There was a backyard league That's, game. Yeah, yeah, that uh, yeah. That, that needs was, to come back. <laughs> that was, that they, was a cute game. And I think they did that with the players, but not the teams. Yeah, they just had like the the same color uniforms or yeah. something. But I think they did it without the team logo. I can't remember because that feels like forever ago now. But I just remember you had like the little kid face versions of. <laughs> right, but you know, think about NBA Two K running around the neighborhood. And you've got your player that you're controlling, and you're buying stuff with VC for your player and developing them with VC. Right. And you're getting like, um, you're getting NFL gear that you would wear out on the on the flag football field, essentially, if that's how it's going to be played. Yeah. You know? So you're wearing a Chiefs shirt. So now your NFL license comes into play at that point, but it's technically not simulation NFL football because no it's a pickup of flag game. Football. Now it, I don't think it would work. You know. <laughs> Very well, because who's going to go out and make a tight end? Who's going to go out and make an offensive lineman? Who who wants to be the wide receiver? Everybody's going to want to be the quarterback. I would be that weird one that would just play as an offensive lineman. I'd make just a as a, <laughs> yeah, yes. just just as a joke. You know, like, oh, let's see if I could pancake this dude. You know, yeah. If it's like Madden, if I was the punter, I would never like I would never be blamed for losing the game because nobody punts in Madden. 
Chad. Um, <laughs> that was directed at you, Chad. No, Chad does putt now. He actually played a so, very sporting game against no. me when he knew he was up. His, I couldn't come back. He actually ran down the clock. Yeah. He punted. He kneeled on fourth down even. So his first his first drive in in our game this past season didn't punt it on fourth down. It was like a, a fourth and eleven. Oh wow! Uh, and obviously no. I stopped it. So yeah. I was up by two scores in the Super Bowl against him, and he went for it on fourth and like seventeen in the second quarter. Yeah. I, I, I think it's still it's hit or miss. Yeah. He's more conscious of it now. I, I could see why he would do it because I get the ball at halftime. I currently lead by two scores. Yeah. you know, But he ends up getting sacked on his fourth and long plays in Madden 20 because yeah. he drops back trying to let Tyreek Hill get open. Tyreek Hill's not getting open fast enough down the field. Against you. Against my <laughs> pass rush. Yeah, aren't you glad <laughs> that I gave him the Chiefs? Yeah, I'm so glad that he got the Chiefs at this yeah. point. Yeah, it's he was going to be the Browns. Yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Chad. How do you feel about a trade? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's got negative salary cap, so he might be down. Oh. Yeah. Uh, let me think about that. Yeah. Because my salary cap's actually quite healthy right now. Well, yeah, his is not. Uh, he's like negative five million in the cap right now. Now that said, that's the other challenging thing right now is there's players and picks i'd thought about trading for everybody seems to have that cap issue except for a couple of user teams but there's a lot of team there's a lot of team there's less teams that have cap issues this year than we've had in the That's previous true. couple seasons it's and not as negative as it's been there's always two or three teams that have just a huge open cap and then a bunch of teams that are like right on that negative or at zero and you can't trade somebody to them right mm-hmm. you know unless they have somebody they can get rid of, which is very few and far between. There's one team I can think of, and that's the team I was trying to trade with, right. who shall remain anonymous, because, no, yeah. you can't. Well, I've, I've, I've <laughs> tried to do that before. I know Nate's tried to do it before, too, just clear up cap space. Yeah. Like last season or the season before, I traded for Zadarius Smith, who was on uh, right. he, he was uh, with the Ravens, and they were paying him, like, $9 million or something, or maybe more. It might have been over $10 million. I had cap space. They had none. So I took that player uh, for picks and somebody else um, that wouldn't be hard. Well, then somebody else comes along and trades a bunch of players to them, and then they lose all that cap space I just gave them. And they got like three safeties out of the deal. It was like, okay, well, that didn't work. (laughs) So, yeah, it's it's difficult when you have other players in the league. You can't really control it that well. Yeah, uh, I I don't even try anymore now. But I used to. Like for competitive balances, I would, I would call it or whatnot. But I don't try it as much anymore, uh, and you know it, it's just really hard. Like so, Chad builds his teams basically off of trades, yeah, uh, right. for the most part, and that that kind of thing. So it's he's gotten way better at drafting though. He has, he, yeah. yeah, you know, um, but it's still like well. He's come a long he's, way since drafting based on what they look like. Gonna have a really hard time. Like he's he's in this thing. He can't re-sign everybody. Right. Well, that's the thing is because he still does so many trades, he gets a lot of trade penalties. Yeah. Then because he's drafting more, he gets a lot of first-round draft picks. Those guys get a lot of bonus. He turns around, trades them off right away, mm-hmm. ends up getting more cap penalties. Yeah. And then he's got a fifty-four-man roster in the preseason, and he's five million in the hole of the cap. Oh, do we want to mention the loophole you guys found about the fifth-year option? Oh, the zero. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a great point. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we were doing fifth-year options, and we discovered that 
Like in real life, that money is guaranteed. So fully guaranteed. Fully guaranteed with a fifth year option. In Madden, it's a salary. It's not considered a bonus. So if you trade or cut them, you take zero penalty. Yeah. Which is which is not accurate, um, from what we understand of, of how those types of contracts work. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting. It's kind of like being able to franchise and uh, trade a player. It's kind of the way that mechanic's working. It's almost looking at like only the franchise, the franchise you're taking half the hit, right? Of it, whereas you have a fifth year option, and it's right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, like so, I've got a fifth year option tight end who's making eight million this year, and I can trade him away. And what do you want? What do you want for him? <laughs> That's a good question. You're like the only team that needs a tight end in the league that can afford him. I don't know. I have 700K right now. That's my uh, cap space. Really? Yeah. What did you, Who did you get? <laughs> you haven't seen his offensive line, have you? I did the other day. Did you rework that entire offensive line since we last spoke? So I've kept, a, I've kept um, a, a center for you if, if you need them. Okay. But, but that, yeah. So the entire rest of the offensive line has been reworked? Well, so... <laughs> All right, I'm just I'm just gonna explain this here um, for everybody, I guess, to listen to, um, including Ryan Tannehill. Um, so I had uh, Davis at right guard last year that was a superstar. Right during the draft, like actually, as I was going back and not drafting in the first round, I actually acquired uh, Kelsey, um, the center Kelsey, not his brother. Right. Um, uh, and because they signed the Eagles signed another superstar, uh, Rodney Hudson, huh. you know, um, center. And I was like, okay, well, I need a center because I was going to get rid of uh, uh, the Wisconsin guy, Betas. I think that's how you uh, sp- pronounce it, something yeah. like that. I was like, I already know that I'm getting rid of this guy. I might as well get a superstar, and the, Kelsey's probably going to retire next year. He's only on my cap for one year, six mil. Cool, right? I'm sitting there looking, and I'm like, I, well, I know that I'm doing something different at right tackle. I, I drafted a guy at left guard, that kind of thing. You know, I, I got some moving pieces there, and I was like, well, Johnson fits my system. So I went out and I got uh, Johnson from the Eagles at Lane right Johnson. tackle, Lane Johnson. Okay, who's a superstar, um, that kind of thing. And but I I gave up a superstar to do it. Like I gave up a higher rated, well, equal rated player and then some, that uh-huh. kind of thing. So, um, it, but I was gonna get rid of that player anyhow. So it was almost like an even swap type thing. Got it. Um, and now I have a right tackle because. I'm sitting here and I'm trying to find a way to, even though I do the double team and all that kind of stuff and people still get through. Well, now I have some superstars to hopefully kind of fill in some gaps there. Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, so now I have four starters that are superstar on my offensive line. Dang. <laughs> it's like all four superstars in the league. But it, but I mean, it's just, it. Uh, I looked around and I mean, but two of them are like in their... 30, 33, 34. They're, they have one or two more seasons tops. Yeah. You know, so, and I know that, but that's also going to allow me next season because they're, they're on the last year of their contracts. Oh, yeah. So, 
next season, well, I'm not going to be able to resign them anyhow. It's just kind of like a let's see if this works type thing. Yeah. Ten hours. <laughs> and that's the reason why I couldn't give you the answer as to whether or not I would trade you the center because I was like, can I do this? Can I do and the the answer is is I I still do have uh, some offensive line guys that I can well, we can continue to have ongoing negotiations there uh, <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah i have a, i have a really good offensive line but three or four of them are expiring contracts this season um, and i just don't know that i can afford them all at this point um, but it's really difficult to get a good development offensive lineman and then I, I some days i wonder if it even matters but right well that tweet yeah. you shared the word that guy did the research and it didn't make a difference. The, right. This is this is kind of my experiment of well, what happens if I have four superstar yeah. offensive linemen against somebody like Chad or something like that, or like, against me, where I've got or, yeah. uh, an X factor and a yeah. superstar on either side of the of yeah. the line rushing in, and one of them is a ninety nine overall X factor and Kaleevan Chazan, who I've developed up to that from a seventy four right. overall when I drafted him, and then. KJ Henry, who's another draft pick, who's up mm-hmm. and like a ninety to ninety-one overall, and he picked superstar. one pick before and before you could get him. Yeah, yeah. I was going to pick him the next pick. Yeah, because I'm thinking that um, superstar pass rushers are going to be more valuable. That it's not going to matter as much um, who's on your offensive line as it does. Who's on your defensive line? Yeah, I agree. I'd, I'm not sure there's much offensive line you can control about, you know. And this is obviously coming from the person with Miles Garrett, um, no. that you know, or depending on whose lining linebacker core you have, or the fact that Jake and Chad seem to have an amazing ability to take anyone at linebacker with their schemes and develop right. them up. Well, I mean, well, they're blitzing like okay, crazy so, too. Uh, not to call Jake out on this, um, and then. Uh, Not to call Jake out on this, but um, and Chad even said it when when he played me. Jake runs the pinch blitz. Yes. Like the last time I played Jake, he ran the pinch blitz exclusively for the entire yep. first half. The only time that I played him. Yeah. Yep. Well, guess what? Edge. Guess what? He puts his guys in press coverage, and they're all in man on man to man. So DK Metcalf is going to eat that all day long, and he's like, oh man. Uh, your receivers are always open. Well, because you're putting them in man coverage while you're blitzing me, I'm adding an extra two blockers because I, as soon as I see it, I bring my tight end in to block and I bring my running back in to block. Right. I've got I still got three receivers out there. You know, somebody's going to get open. Yeah. In man coverage. And I finally started to figure out some ways to work around that, which to me kind of felt like I don't even remember if I ended up waiting that game. Jake and I had some crazy games in the last couple of seasons. But that almost felt like, hey, I won. I got a first down. Yeah. <laughs> um, because it was that extreme. It's, I, he, Nate could hear me jokingly saying, yay, I win. First down. Because right. I'd well, given up hope of actually scoring points. I, you mentioned earlier, too, like the, you know, Chad kind of doing the whole, I'm going to run the clock to be a good sport. You know, I've, I've tried that against guys like Jake. And you do that and you immediately lose three yards of play because mm-hmm. he's running these ridiculous blitzes that end it. And I still haven't figured out which stretch play it is that just always breaks open a run that they always talk about. Uh, that's in competitive mode anyway, but regardless, you know, 
I and always end up having to pass the ball, and then I feel like a schmuck because I'm like, well, I'm up by ten. Yeah, with three minutes to go, you're going all I, out blitz. Yeah, right. I have to do something, and then you score a touchdown, and then mm-hmm. you know he wants to quit. You know he, he doesn't, um, but it's just one of those. It's just one of those back and forth things where it's like, man, uh, it can be tough. So having a good pass rush is a huge deal in this game. And if you can get it without having to do these all-out zero blitzes, then you're going to be unstoppable. And that's why I've won three right. of our last four Super Bowls. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. I I occasionally have a blitz, just like what, whenever you mix it in occasionally. Yeah. Um, that kind of thing. Jason mixes it in occasionally. Um, you know, like... Because, I mean, you could eat up that man-to-man press. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm look, I'm looking forward to it usually whenever somebody's all out blitzing me now. Like, yeah. I haven't been able to play Jake since that first time. Um, but now I, I you know, I, I'm able to slide my line. I'm, you know, like, so I have, I can at least get rid of the ball within two seconds, right? Yeah. Um, typically, that kind of thing. So... I just uh, cross my fingers and push the button and see what happens. Oh, are you getting tickets? Well, maybe that for, too. But no, I'm talking about with Jake, you know, oh, Jake. or you know, against <laughs> that kind of blitz, or even I can't remember if I had to play you last season or not. But yeah, it's we the one, one thing that was the one thing that drove me nuts. Going back to the superstar traits, Baker Mayfield is supposed to be able to get rid of the ball under pressure. Yes, and didn't. And that's that was something Nate complained about too, um, when my guys came in on a on a pass rush on him, and his X factor uh, quarterback can't can't throw an accurate pass. They, they go right. inaccurate, you know. And his superstar ability is supposed to be that he can throw accurately outside the pocket. Yeah, you know. And same thing for mine. And it's like, well, there's no point to that because it's not happening. And nine out of ten times, if I didn't get rid of it, Baker would fumble it. Right. Oh, yeah, that would be a big issue. So, you know, against that blitz, it was like, well, okay. Yeah. Well, I know I figured out I know I figured out how to counter Jake's blitz. Um, Chad was a little bit better when he ran his blitzes. That prevented me from doing some of the same things. Um, game against Nate is always difficult. Our last game was a 10-7. to 7. Yeah, um, but the one before that, man, you creamed me, I think. Um, uh, what? Well, yeah. To be fair, yeah. you gave up in the third quarter. Yeah. You know, so yeah. there was plenty. Of I, I would. I was really like that was whenever I was actually I, about to like just say I need to take a break from the league. Yeah, right. that kind of thing. I, that I, was that was my breaking. I, I know from a distance too, or just looking at the record or how many Super Bowls I've won in Madden twenty, it seems like I've really run the tables this year. But I have never felt like it's been easy. I have not felt that any of the games I've played have ever been like a sure thing in the bag blowout games. I have always felt like I got a good bounce here, I got a good bounce there, executed this well. Yeah. But every every game has felt challenging to try to do it, to try to make it happen. And I've gotten more go my way this year than I previously have. So um volleyball interceptions. Oh yeah, volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's uh, by the way, breaking news. Looks like Philip Rivers is finalizing a deal with the Colts. That's another one that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking Bucks or Colts. 
So, yeah. Yeah. So that changes the my take on where Tom Brady should go. Tom Brady's not going there. He's not going to Indianapolis. But it does look like the leading theory now, as being reported by a couple sources, is that Tom Brady is going to sign with Tampa Bay, which we, we kind of poo-pooed that idea earlier. <laughs> well, I only poo-pooed it because Bruce Arians likes to go downfield, but the real thing is is we haven't really seen that from tom in the last several years so can he still do it like yeah. all those question marks maybe he can still do that just fine i, I know they could do a lot better than philip rivers i agree i think philip rivers is a poor choice of quarterback if you're looking to get somebody to go downfield to stretch that. Yeah. yeah i never thought i'd ask this but i seem like i'm asking a lot but anyway um is he actually better at it than Jameis winston is at this point well, I know <laughs> Winston changed his whole game this year, and his accuracy and his throwing numbers were completely different than in previous yeah. seasons. But... He threw thirty picks as well. Well, right, but he got LASIK, so instead of thirty thirty, we're expecting him to be twenty twenty. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, here's the here's the thing with Arians. A lot of Boo! Us... <laughs> Boo! <laughs> I, think, Boo! I think a lot of us expected Arians to draft a quarterback like a Jordan Love, Justin Herbert kind of guy. But I don't think that he, like, those guys, they're not going to be there whenever Tampa right. Bay's drafting. I think the only thing we really knew for sure, even though he wouldn't say it outright, was that he did not like Jameis Winston. Yeah. Right. He made multiple comments about how he could win with any quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, yeah. I, think, I think the writing was on the wall the second he started saying things like that. I was thinking that Teddy Bridgewater, being a Florida guy, would go to Tampa. But, obviously, it looks like he's going to Carolina, uh, which, which makes sense as well. It, it yeah. actually, it's a better fit, probably. I just hope um, they can rebuild fast enough for him there. Um, you know, like, they, they're making some strange moves out there, and Matt Rule's trying to get some stuff set up. Matt, Matt Rule's got a seven-year contract to build everything. Yeah. Bridgewater's going to have a three-year contract. Yeah. You know. But, yeah, I think uh, it'll be interesting to see if Brady does sign with Tampa and then what happens to Jameis Winston afterwards and what the Colts are going to look like with Phillip Rivers. And, you know, this. so who ends up in – also, who ends up in San Diego? Is it a rookie quarterback? Is it Tyrod Taylor? Is it Jameis Winston? Diego. Is it Cam Newton? Oh, San <laughs> – you, know what? you did that. the same thing that I did. It's San Diego uh, forever. Yeah, it okay. is forever. Um, Kicker is in the game. This would never happen. Yeah, Cam yeah. Newton in in. I mean that that would make sense as a Charger. As yeah. a Charger, yeah. you know. Um, so these are these are all pretty interesting and unique scenarios. I'm trying to. Oh 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 oh. <laughs> um. Did you say that Ario word? I, yeah. <laughs> it's a scenario? Not, not an S word. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I just, anyhow. Um, yeah, uh, these are interesting. Like, and also, like, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, the trade for that, and then Stefan Diggs in the trade for that. Like, how does the, like, how do those scenarios, Yeah. like, they don't play out in the current game. It, right. Like you always see those, 
YouTubers or those screenshots, uh, you know, in, on social media and everything like that. People are like, nope, don't work. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that trade don't work. David Johnson is second and a fourth next year for DeAndre Hopkins in a fourth this year, uh-huh. which is a terrible trade, but I'm okay with that because the Cardinals benefited from it. Anyhow. Um, <laughs> well, well, imagine yeah. this, if you will. So a scenario engine, new thing for Madden this year. Uh, I think it was a good base level. It was a good somewhat foundational to start. Right. We have to see if they can build on it or not. But imagine scenario engine. So it's off season and Serena, you go and you, you look, it's week one of free agent signing. And what if the scenario is, Hey, Serena, the Texans have reached out about moving Deandre Hopkins. This is right. You know, uh, this these are this is what they're interested in. What do you want to do? And it, maybe it gives you an option to say, give them what they want, or counter counter the trade. Yeah. Or tell them to go smoke a pipe. Like this is. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want D Hop. Why would I want D Hop? I can't imagine needing. Can't I mean, he's only twenty seven. Right. Can't imagine wanting one of the best wide receivers in the game that that also isn't having a mental breakdown. You know. Right. Like. And, you know, <laughs> having that concurrently, I mean, the game currently, the computer can't propose a trade. And the other part of it is the AI also sticks to its original rosters. Well, like, we're going into the 2025 season right now, and every franchise quarterback that hasn't retired is still with their original team, unless one of us traded them away. So, I think they do go free agency more yes, but than not trades. trade. But I, there are trades. I have seen the computer trade players. Here and there, but it's there. nothing like... DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I've never been offered a trade, but I very rarely put anybody on the trade block because it doesn't matter if I have them on the trade block, then I'm not going to get offered a trade. Right. You know, typically. Or you're going to get like, oh, I'll give you a fifth round pick next right. year for it's, it's you a know, crap something. trade offer. But, so to that extent, uh, you're talking about the simulation engine. In some ways, if I didn't know it was there... I wouldn't know yeah. it was there because I don't see a whole lot of difference from previous modes in terms of what are the options being made as far as trades and acquisitions, um, both what you're able to do as a user, but also AI to AI. Um, and, you know, it always is kind of funny to me to look and see, you know, we're at the end, obviously, of 2024 season. Right. And that's not the actual year, but how far off the Madden developers anticipated who would retire and who would leave compared to what the reality has turned out to be so far. Yeah. Um, I'd love to see those options being built in. So like you said, maybe this is just a stepping stone if this is in there and now we can start to program into it. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you mentioned retiring players. That should be a scenario. Yeah. Um, Yeah. If you think about it, like, okay, my coach can spend XP to influence players to not retire. And that's it. Right. But there's no active way to try to influence them to not retire. You could do that in NBA 2K. I was just going to ask My that. GM. Yeah. Right. And you can offer them packages to yep. get them to stay. And you've been able to do that for multiple years, by the way. Yep. This isn't new stuff. This isn't groundbreaking stuff. This yeah. has been going on for years in other games. They have scenarios already in there. Right. So imagine now instead Tom Brady says, hey, look, I'm going to retire uh, because the game always has him retire. You know, or oh, Drew Brees was the guy we were saying always retire really quick. Yeah. Right. So Drew Brees is like, look, I'm looking at retiring. It's because they're just such a fan of Taysom Hill. Right. 
<laughs> I'm not going there. Uh, so give me a, a dice roll and 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 give me a better. Right, give give me a better uh, outcome if I have that XP trait, but like, hey, stay with us a year, or give me something to offer yeah. them. Like, right. well, crap, this is this would be a great time to introduce coordinators, right? Uh, hey, look, you're gonna be my offensive coordinator when you retire next year if you stay one more year because I think we can win a championship. Or things like yeah. renegotiating contracts. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I want you to stay with our team, but. Your performance the past two seasons has dipped this much. Right. You know, like, what are your thoughts? Let's talk about this. I want you to be here. Do you want to stay or do you want to go? Yeah. You know, creating a conversation like that can't be easy. No. But we're seeing some games right. get really close to making it really yeah. good. Um, so I think there's a possibility that Madden should be able to put something in there that lets you have like more branched conversations about stuff like that or doing a contract. You know, one of the, one of the things I had was I had a guy that was upset that he wasn't getting involved in a game in the games as much. <laughs> yes. It's like, you, you didn't use me very much. <clears throat> I was like, you know, first of all, you're a running back. So shut up. Secondly, <laughs> <laughs> secondly, you rushed for 80 yards on a touchdown. I don't know what else you wanted in that game. Right. Yeah. You know? Um, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to trade this dude because he also wasn't signing for me. So he, he had come and had this scenario where he was unhappy with his playtime. So I ended up trading him to Jacksonville to Jacksonville. And at the end of the, that week I get an update that he lost 30 morale for not being utilized in the game that I played that week. So like, well, I couldn't utilize him. He doesn't play for me anymore. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that's when I moved on from um, Johnson to Hubbard, and Hubbard became my premier back. But, like, right? Okay, good intention, but executed so poorly mm -hmm. right there. Or right? like where we were running into the end of season decision. You're out of your lock for the playoffs. Are you going to rest or use your players? Yeah. And I intentionally rested Odell Beckham Jr. Did not use him for a single snap, and got told I used him too much. It's like, yeah. wait, what? So instead of getting a larger bonus for stamina, he got a minor increase for morale. Yeah. Like, or okay. or the fifth-year option. Well, we're, you're barely playing him. What are you talking about? He's my starting left tackle. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he literally played every snap of the season. <laughs> but you know what? It's It sh goes to show something we've known for a while. Madden doesn't keep track of things very well. No. <laughs> and it, it hasn't for, for a little while now. Like, and they don't know how to quantify some of this stuff. It's why they don't have, like, it's why they don't do very well with offensive line development because they don't know how to quantify and track offensive line statistics. I think it's more of the tracking it than it is the quantifying part. Because I think you could, I think, well, you look at the things that everybody would look at with offensive linemen. And it you, used to be pancakes back on a different engine. Right, right. Um, that kind of thing. It used to be pancakes, but that was flawed too. Right. And think of how many years they had that issue with the kicker stats not tracking. Right. You know, like just little things like that where yeah. they can't track stats properly. They can't tell if this guy was your starter or not. That creates a negative impact around what you're trying to build. Right. Okay, here's this really cool feature and scenario engine where if I rest my guy, then he's supposed to get plus morale. If I play, or he's supposed to get. Uh, plus endurance if I 
play him, he gets plus morale. So it's a trade-off, but it can't track whether which one you did. Right. Yeah. And that's that is a failure to execute. It's not a bad idea, but it's a poor execution. Yeah. It almost begs to why do you even have it in there if you can't actually even track what it's I doing. also like the random reporter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, random reporter's yeah. kind of funny. Like, if you're playing an individual one, you actually will sometimes get questions and responses and things like that. But in our franchise, she literally just pops up here and there. Like, she asked me about the Super Bowl and who I thought would win, but I didn't actually get to answer it. <laughs> so, oh, that's really strange. Why even do that? Right. It was literally like, I think it's going to be a tough Super Bowl. Who do you think's going to win? And that was the whole thing. There was no pick a team. It was just, hi, I'm here. It's like, well, all right, cool. Uh, wow. Whatever. I'm not talking to you. <laughs> now, yeah, you know, it's one of those things. I think that could be a fun implementation. Again, that's something that goes back to 2K is doing stuff like that. Yeah. I'm not a software programmer. I'm not a computer techie. I know how to use them. I professionally teach people to make noise. It's a totally different category. But is that is it possible that the reason they can't put that much into NFL compared to NBA is that NBA has fewer players and fewer moving pieces compared to NFL. Is that a data issue? Well, I know program? that they're, know. they, they are capped at how many players that their engine can handle. That, that could be, yeah. that could be an issue. But yeah. if you think about think about this though, for NBA 2K, all of their players have unique likenesses. Um, they're not in helmets, right? right? They have how many coaches and staff members on each team, and every player that you talk to, every coach that's in the game, every GM that's in the game has a trust meter based off how they react to your decisions. True, yeah. So so I'm literally having a gauge of relationship with players and coaches that aren't even on my team. Yeah based on how I answer a media question. Right. And they can accomplish that, but Madden can't yeah. Madden can't even get the reporter to ask you the question <laughs> that she's asking you. Right? They, yeah. they could do that with your four to five hundred players and then all the coaches and all that kind of stuff. So let's say six hundred tops. Sure. Right? Whereas that's you know, what, seven, eight teams? You know, in in the NFL, that kind of thing. Yeah. So I I understand that, I guess, from that standpoint. But how it doesn't track, like, there's no system, there's no organization. Sure. I guess for that. And I wonder if that's a frostbite issue, um, or if they're struggling more because of frostbite, because frostbite was a shooter engine. Yeah. And then they had to try to figure that out. But I don't know. It's it it raises a lot of questions, and I think. You know, it's something else that it impacts are things like story modes. Right. You know? And like you mentioned the reporter, that reporter that does the silent, that pops up in your franchise mode is the same reporter that you run into during QB1 when you play the QB1 mode, which I know, Sarita, you played it a little bit. I played an entire season with it. Right. And I said this in our, in our episode where we talked about the demo of the game, um, I thought Scenario Engine would play a bigger part in QB1 because of it, uh, because of the nature of the game. 
and I found that that wasn't necessarily accurate. Like there was more uniqueness to the scenarios um, because they were characters that were popping up to ask you things or do different things that were from the story mode. But otherwise, nah, it's pretty much the same. I felt, and I didn't finish through, so I got into the, I was drafted um, and played a couple of preseason games. I don't, don't think I even got past the preseason. Um, but I felt like there was more, I had to make choices that affected the ending in last year's mode than this year's. But it was interesting, uh, you and I were talking, I think we both got drafted by the Broncos, yeah. and our oddly New York cab driver um, was commenting about the fact that the coach had drafted us even though they had just taken a young quarterback the year before. So there was an awareness of real-life scenario there, right. but it just kind of felt like it was just going through the motions and, okay, did I win the game? Okay, that's it, moving on. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, so. and they, they put a lot of spotlight on your teammate in the story right so like something that's i think is really important in games like these if you're trying to create that buy-in or that element is those storylines and they've shown some elements of being able to do it or at least understanding that it's valuable but they've not just been they've just not been able to execute on it in a mode other than the original long shot right and like they really captured the the they really captured the storyline in long shot yes they did not capture the football in long shot no i and, fully agree i yeah. really enjoyed the first long shot except for that part it was like you know it's i feel like you get the story mode but you're not developing the player well maybe the intent was because you could then plug it into ultimate team or into individual modes after that but yeah. where this one was more football oriented but the storylines weren't nearly as compelling about the biggest decision you made was them poking fun at the um combine interview process right which was pretty funny yeah the combine stuff was good <laughs> that was funny um but yeah it's so yeah so with qb1 and scenario engine we see that they want to do storylines they see that right. it's important you know they want to be able to inspire a conversation around the game or a thought process around the game you're playing the same way us having this conversation about where tom brady's going to land would inspire you know like that's what they want they're just not executing it which is disappointing because that doesn't feel like that should be that groundbreaking or difficult but you know it's like you mentioned before with frostbite they were moving from a shooter engine to making it a gaming engine is it just that you've got these people who have been making nothing but a football game for so long and yeah. obviously that's in quotation marks that the idea of expanding it to a different world is still something they're just working through how do you do that Sure. You know, if I spent my entire time writing poetry, I'd probably have a hard time writing a novel. Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, and there's plenty of studios under EA's umbrella that switched to Frostbite that are having similar issues. Uh, companies like BioWare have had some issues switching to Frostbite. But then look at, like, FIFA. FIFA switches to Frostbite. Go play manager mode in FIFA, and I have to answer. I get a, I get a press conference after every game, and the way I answer the questions impacts individual players and overall team morale every time. Huh? I did not know that. Yeah, it's really impressive. They did a really good job with that. Um, some of the questions are a little bit repetitive, but you know, if you play forty games in a season, that's going to happen. Um, but it's it's a very well done thing. And again, this is under EA's umbrella. It's in the Frostbite engine. Call them. 
<laughs> email them. Yeah. Fax them something and find out how do you do that? How does that work for you? Right. Because um, you're both using Frostbite at that point. Why not? That was the whole point of it. Now, we say that we're seeing, you know, Scenario Engine has kind of got its, its foot in the door now. This is a foundational step. We want to see what they do with it in 2021. You know, the only reason we're recording this podcast right now is because we were told not to work because <laughs> of the coronavirus, right? Mm-hmm. And that's fine. Uh, we're taking that seriously. And so are some of these companies that are now sending people home to work from home. I know a lot of the game developers have been doing this. And I think this is a fair question. Is I saw this, somebody was asking this on Twitter the other day. Should we temper our expectations about what they're able to do with the game in twenty and Madden twenty one based off of this kind of huge impact the coronavirus has had on the United States and the on, world. Yeah, yeah, on the world as well. But in this case, the way it's impacted the United States is impacting how these companies are developing these games here. So is that something that I... we should consider? I don't know. And I don't know how much of what they do is stuff that it's, I can work from home office and still get the same results versus I need the resources in the workplace and the collaboration of my team members directly on hand. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think it's unfair to say we probably should temper expectations on a whole lot of things going forward right now. Um, But the flip side is it also could be looked at as well. You've got a lot more individual one-on-one work time with fewer distractions potentially you would hope think you know maybe it works the other way but i don't know uh, that's a good i mean we we know that only two guys actually make the ratings so you know they can do, go do they really make them they determine them they're gonna have a heck of a time trying to do it this way. <laughs> <laughs> you know so maybe they can quarantine themselves together you know right. maybe uh maybe the guru can <laughs> Maybe the guru can, you know, also had scotch. Uh, get a Winnebago and they can find a place that he can park them because that's what he does. Is no, he no, cars? It, it, he won't drive that whip. <laughs> oh, dear God. Okay, so said we weren't going to do this. Uh, <laughs> but that's it. That's a, uh, yeah, maybe it has an adverse effect where these guys have to spend. I can't do anything, so I'm going to spend more time watching tape, I'm going to spend more time going through code. Right, um, and I'm not going to be going to the uh, Migos concert that EA is throwing. <laughs> right, right. But I don't know. And the other part of it too is, you know, much like, you know, we mentioned it. I think kind of before with the actual NFL draft, they're having to create this class of rookies and new players with less information than what they typically have had, as far as extra numbers from. Um, pro days and things like that. So is this new draft class for 21 going to be accurate? Dylan's bit hot fire. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just had to bring That's... in Dave Chappelle here. Um, <laughs> no, that was... Wow. Well, does that mean wow. that... That was... Does that mean... Wow. <laughs> wow. Does that mean that... Uh, do you think then that what we're going to see for ratings for these rookies 
I hate to say it, it's going to be based more on these two guys and their the team. There is a team. We keep saying it's just the two of them. There is a team that has some input of the rating adjusters. Um, it's going to be more on their eye test than it is going to be on some of the empirical data and measurements that they can get. And I don't trust their eyes. And I'm just be, I'm being, just being honest. It's not being, I, I'm trying to be as positive as I can here. I do not trust their eyes with some of the players that I have seen in real life. Because well, I have more exposure to that well, some, than they do. Something you and I do pretty openly is we acknowledge our bias. And they do not. They do not acknowledge their bias, and they, you know, and you've said this a number of times, you should want to be proud of the product that you put out. Yeah. They overstate the quality of what they do. Yeah. You know, for good or bad, that's just the way it is. And it's going to be that way. Right. But we know that they don't get enough time scouting all of these individual players to make the best decision for each player that gets scouted. If that makes sense. So That's okay, I got the flu. Yeah. What? Wait, what? <laughs> no, it's it, it's the Tony Pollard thing. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Tony Pollard. Oh yeah, this guy's got the flu, so we're not gonna go by his compound grades. We're gonna but we're gonna go by these other guys' combat grades because they right. cause we're not because they're not getting drafted by the team that or we want to draft. The guys that chose not to throw. Yeah. Oh, right, right. Or the guys that only ran the 40. I really wonder what they're going to do with, like, Tua and, like, that whole situation. Because Tua's, he's good. He's good. If his body can handle it. Well, you know, not just with the virus on some of this data, there's a lot of talk uh, around the changing of the combine. There was a lot of people dropped out of competitions. Right. They changed up the schedule. Like yeah. the, the NFL changed this up completely. And the, like, how can you go straight from an interview into your workout? Like with no time to stretch basically or anything yeah. like that. Like it was, it was pretty ridiculous. Or the quarterbacks. I forgot. I was reading on the athletic, I believe it was, they were kind of shadowing a quarterback who's a deeper prospect. And one of the things that really struck me is once they get there, they can't do any kind of workout other than the ones they're doing for teams. Right. And for quarterbacks, they worked out on one of the last days. So it had been several days since he'd thrown a football. And so they went after hours and went into the underbelly of the stadium and were, you know, one of the like one of his agents was running routes for him to just be able to toss the ball a bit the night before they had to do the actual wow. um, throwing exercises. So that's, you know, and that's the only thing now that they've got to go off of other than the obvious film. Yeah. Um, but they can't see footage or takes from anybody's individual pro day with the scripted passing schedule or things like that. Um, or there were guys that at the combine, you know, legitimately tweaked something, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe laid out the rest of those with, okay, I'll do it at pro day. Or guys that, you know, as always, opt out because I'm going to do it at pro day. Right. And so now, now we're not going to get to see that pro day. That's going to be, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's going to have a huge impact. Yeah, I, I mean... It's you, hard enough for a GM. How does a developer do it? <laughs> right. So I can, I can definitely see where yeah. this is going to... This could have a negative impact. How this... Well, you know, that stuff isn't necessarily, you know, corona-related, but how the coronavirus could have a negative impact on the development cycle. Uh, but something else that's happening is we get new 
uh, we get new game systems later this right. year. Mm-hmm. So PS5 and whatever the Xbox one is called, I don't know. Um, I forgot what their latest. Um, it, it looks like an Airport Express. <laughs> or Extreme, Airport Extreme. Um, but So we've got new hardware that these companies should have been working with already. And we should be asking ourselves, how much are they going to advance because of this new hardware? Now, historically, Madden and EA remove features and seem to regress whenever a new system comes out. Now, they didn't do it so bad between 13 and 14. Yeah. It wasn't. It really wasn't bad. Um, but before that, it was an issue. But if you also look at it, they dropped a bunch of features from 12 to 13, which was a transitional year. And then 14 is when they moved to the new system. Because the first version was uh, Adrian Peterson on it, right? Adrian Peterson, um, if, if it was called Madden 25. Yeah. And, but it was it would have been Madden 14. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. Windows um, counting system. The what? Windows counting system. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's twenty. It was supposed to represent the twenty fifth anniversary. Right. Uh, but the uh, and that was when they introduced a new engine, and they had the ignite yeah. engine. Which yeah. some people, you know, I, I don't know how I feel about this because I haven't played those games in a long time. Some people feel like that was the better engine. Ignite was fine. I'm, I think I was okay with it. I was know. all right with it. Yeah. I, Sixteen was ignite though, wasn't it? Sixteen and seventeen. Yeah. Right? And, you know. Uh, and like the, I felt like they started to get into their own a little bit more. It, they tweaked it a little too much. but Yeah. With the whole, oh, my corners are just there as busybodies. But anyhow. Yeah. Um, so, with that in mind, could, again, could that be, is that going to be a positive or a negative for the development of the game? You take in the uh, effect that the coronavirus, then you also take into account the, you know, developing for a new system. Yeah. My hope would be that because they're developing for a new system, they're ahead of schedule. Yeah. Because they're having to develop for something new. You're um, thinking. You're thinking on the positive end. I I try, I, lo- I love that, that feng shui say, over there. Yeah. You know. It's a possibility. You know, you know, within four feet. I'm, I know we're not in the six feet here, but. Um, but then we're always <laughs> we're always so disappointed with what EA Tiburon puts out. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, I don't know if this positive hope is worth having. My my worry is is that since they 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 try to just go way too much above and beyond because they have a new system. Uh, shoot. Shoot for the moon, yeah, land like, among the stars kind of thing. Well, we're going to make this look great, yeah. you know, but not necessarily play great. Right. The graphics yeah. have all, have been a really yeah. big factor the last couple of years to make it look really good. Yeah. Right. So when you when you lose your game because of the way the animations play out, it looked really good. It <laughs> <laughs> was a beautiful loss. Right. I mean, a, he, he, he ran right into the stands there and then came out of the, the padding on the wall. <laughs> But, but it, it looked, looked great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just looked on Twitter. EA Tiburon is working from home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So cool. So yeah. they, so they're still working, but again, how does that impact right. their work? 
Um, I know that we're not going to, like, so E3, it's not as big as it used to be or anything like that, I would argue, but E3 and, and, and all that kind of stuff is going to be affected by this because it, it is interrupting dev cycles, whether sure. you like it or not. Yeah. They're not going to probably, they're probably going to have to push it back to the end of the month of of August. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised by that, yeah. That's an easy decision at this point. I guess that means it's less buggy. Oh. We don't have to do oh. the massive yeah, restart but, update. But if, the, if, the, but. if it gets pushed back for the initial dev cycle, that means we can't start our, uh, or at least the apologists are going to tell us we can't mm-hmm. start our league until like October for the first patch. <laughs> I'm not saying anything, but I'm, I'm looking straight at Tim and kind of smiling. And, it is, and it is not our fault for starting a league with a game <laughs> that is out for consumption. Right. Um, it does look like there's going to be more information about the PS5 tomorrow. as early as tomorrow. Yes. Um, for the record, it's St. Patrick's Day, so the day after St. Patrick's Day. Which will be uh, the 18th. Today's St. Patrick's Day? Yeah. Yeah. I, how did yeah. I know that? I mean, we're sitting here drinking scotch. I guess I should have. Well, I mean, it's because <laughs> the Cardinals aren't wearing green uniforms today. Well, that's because they're not playing until God knows when. The protocol is not a bump elbows instead of pinch. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, <laughs> uh, that, that also brings into question, you know, for for players who have leagues yeah. and everything like that. Like, what are we going to do? I, I know that they've already announced backward compatibility and, and everything like that, but what are we going to do? So, like, you know, maybe we should consider... Well, we've got to talk about whether everybody in the league is going to get PS5s or not. Yeah. You know, but that's it a, sounds like it. I mean, yeah, it, I'm gonna try to swing in. I think I can do um, it. Because have they announced a price point? No, <laughs> tomorrow it's gonna be six hundred probably. Too cheap. Yeah, I think it's gonna be more expensive than the last. Yeah, five to six hundred. I mean, five hundred. I would wouldn't be surprised, but six hundred, like that's the PS3. You know, right. um, but they are also it's cheaper for them to produce this stuff too now. At least the material itself, not well, necessarily the R and D and stuff like that. I've yeah. seen some stuff that was saying that because of different, I forget exactly what it was, but that the materials used in the PS Five are actually more expensive than the mm. PS Four were. Mm. Where's the PS Five going to be manufactured? That's another great question. Mm. Is that going to be Japan, or is it mm. China, or China? Whoa. And when do you start production on something releasing in the holidays? So this, yeah, this could be very difficult to get our hands on. Yeah, because you have to have uh, at least three three months of complete ramp up of production beforehand, um, if not four. Mm-hmm. Um, oof. Yeah. It's rough. Uh, we'll, I guess we'll find out tomorrow. Um, TBT. We'll, <clears throat> we'll find out something tomorrow. We'll have to wait and see. Okay. Hmm. 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 Well, well, one of the things I do with <laughs> these, uh, well, with with these new systems, what I always try to do is do a pre-order from GameStop. 
because it works like a layaway program. I can put a hundred dollars yeah. down and then pay monthly on it, and that usually helps me get it as long as they get shipped to the United States. Um, so with that in mind, mm-hmm. you know, I will sometimes pre-order games at GameStop for the same reason. They'll do a pre-order of, of Madden, pay it off before the day, rather than dropping $50 at once. I find that more palatable. Um, I've tried to just buy the games outright more recently to do digital copies, but mm-hmm. um, doing that, that pre-order thing. So speaking of that, there were some materials that went out for pre-orders. What materials? On Madden 21. What, what are these materials that you speak of? <laughs> well, they were basically just printouts. Yeah. Uh, saying pre-ordered Madden 21. It had a release date on it of August 2nd. And had a picture of Lamar Jackson on it. Mm-hmm. And so the immediate Fake news. response. He's going to be a great running back. <laughs> he is a great running back. <laughs> uh, that plays the quarterback position and does it. Fairly well. It's fairly well. You know, there's obviously holes in everybody's game. Sure. Um, and his, it's, it's worked well in the scheme. But regardless, um, you know, cover athlete possibly for Madden 21. Do you, think, do you think that's accurate or do you think these are just marketing materials? That makes sense. You know, I mean, Patrick Mahomes coming off the year that he had and the MVP. Yeah. Um, ironically not even being able to read defenses um (laughs) (laughs) or at least understand them quite the same way uh, that he does now um that just makes sense like so what what jersey is a kid getting you know they're getting patrick mahomes they're getting a uh lamar jackson you know like funny you should ask i just pulled that up Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Zeke, Khalil Mack, Dak Prescott, who's been franchised. Yep. That's a whole different story. Daniel Jones. Saquon Bar- I wasn't there yet. Hashtag oh, spoiler oh, alert. Sorry. Saquon <laughs> Barkley, Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, Daniel Jones, Juju. No mention of Lamar in that list, and that's mm-hmm. from NFLShop.com. Interesting. So some of those are definitely from the markets, right? Yeah. So Tom Brady, obviously, everybody thinks that he's one of the greatest quarterbacks that ever played, so people are buying his jersey up there at the top. People are excited about Mahomes right now because they just won a Super Bowl, so people are buying that jersey. But you see, like, two Cowboys. You see, like, yeah. two Giants on there. Okay, that's market. That's, yeah. you know, being in the New yeah. York and the Dallas market. Right. Um, and Dallas still has a lot of fans all over the country. Yeah. You know, the Ravens probably aren't a big Yeah, they're market. not your household. Yeah. Average household thing, and that, huh? It's the best looking jersey. Yeah, I love that purple. <laughs> it's a good looking. I mean, it was a toss up this year since I had the first pick. I was like, do I go, you know, the Ravens or do yeah. I go Cardinals? So, and that's, a, that's the question. But like, you know, we've discussed it in the past. You know, the guys at Madden really love Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Oh yeah, they oh, yeah. really love Lamar Jackson. Oh yeah, you know, um, they were they were quick to say, look, and then I, I was like. Okay, throw out consistently outside the numbers. Right, and there's there's more than just you that are yeah. harping on that. He's he's definitely got to grow as a passer, but he's done an he's, acceptable he, job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, he, I, I think he did pretty. I didn't expect 
that year out of him. I He's expected some growth. Do. Yeah. Um, and, and when I say acceptable job, I mean specifically just with passing. Yeah. He's done far and beyond more with everything else he does on that team. Yeah. You know, so he he could have he was the MVP this year and he deserved mm-hmm. it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think. If it's an offensive player, it makes the most sense. He's got the most hype. He's got the most going on right now that people are talking about. When's the last time a defensive player was on the cover? That's a great question. Well, uh, <laughs> Troy Palomalu um, and Larry Fitz were on it. Right. Larry Fitz. Larry Fitzgerald. Uh-huh. They Offense. they shared the cover. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot about yeah. that. Uh, was that like Madden 2010? It was, was Aaron Donald on that one year? Because Drew Brees was or Brett Favre was 09, and so they were either 2010 or 2011. I think it's 2010. I've got a, I've got it written down here somewhere on my computer. Right. I can um, pull that up later. Fun trivia. Yeah. Uh, and then before that, Ray Lewis was what? 2005. 2005. Yeah. yeah. So I could see the idea of, well, maybe we should put a defensive guy up there just to change it up, in which case Khalil Mack makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, I think it would be hard to because nobody was excited about the Bears. Yeah. yeah, but everybody was talking about Khalil Mack because of that whole trade to begin with, and True. then he blew up, obviously because he's Khalil Mack. But put the Bosa brothers on there. Oh, that would be fun. <laughs> it makes yeah. sense. They're both up and coming. I'd know. prefer the Watt brothers, all three of them. But that'd be fun. Yeah, that would actually be pretty good too. Yeah. I like the commercial with all three of them in the back seat of the car. <laughs> That's not your favorite. Um, Favorites can change, Derek. Yeah, you, you know, even JJ Watt hasn't been on the cover. Really? JJ Watt should be on the cover. Man. He should be. Yeah. Gosh, I could make a case for Derek Henry yeah. after the yeah. after the run he had in that uh, this last season. Uh, but the developers do not like Derek Henry. Yeah. Oh yeah. Again, it's the it's the bias that shows when you see how they interact with with Titans fans, and people who appreciate what Derrick Henry can do on the field. They don't like Ryan Tannehill. Look, we here, appreciate Ryan Tannehill. Yes. Well, you know he's our most faithful listener, and and we've supported him since he was in the Cleveland of the South. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I did trade him away, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually was using him in my one of my leagues. He, he wasn't bad yeah. by any means. He just wasn't my future. Yeah, well, yeah, and I don't think he's anybody's future beyond the next couple of years. Yeah, you know, which Mariota signed in uh, Oakland, uh, Las Vegas. Yeah. Oh gosh, dang it, yeah. Las Vegas, the Las yeah. Vegas Raiders. All this movement, it's just weird. Uh, it's it's terrible. Um, yeah, I I I probably some competition for Carr. Yeah, you know, Carr's under scrutiny, but honestly, he's done pretty well in Gruden's system. Yeah, I think he'll put pressure on Carr. Yeah, but I don't think I don't think there's any question that Carr's the starting quarterback in that situation. Yeah, yeah I mean, he is the starter. Um, yeah, I don't know who else. There, there's not really a defensive player that just. It's it's all about personality and what's popular in the moment. Yeah. I would say usually the Madden cover is is one of those. John who, Gruden. <laughs> just a Chucky doll. Yeah. <laughs> I I think though it does. 
like you look at their marketing and what they do, I think there is something to say about who they like in that building. Mm-hmm. Juju Smith-Schuster had yeah. a good year yes, and became suddenly Mr. Mar- Madden Marketing was an X factor. He's not anymore because he's not one of the 50 best players in the league. No. He wasn't before either, though. They just were really excited and hyped about him. Right. Well, it turns out when you don't have Antonio Brown on the other side of that field, or Ben Roethlisberger throwing, ben Roethlisberger, you're not gonna you're not gonna perform that way. Yeah. Um, so there were some some issues there, but it was, it's clear that he's involved. Baker Mayfield was super involved in marketing early on. Who's somebody that they loved over there? Baker Mayfield, you know. Um, yeah. And I don't blame him. I I'm a fan of Baker Mayfield on the field. You know, I I mm-hmm. think he has an opportunity to be a good talent. Um, we'll see if he capitalizes on it or not. Yeah. But I think it they're high on they were high on Mahomes. They loved Mahomes. He was the ninety nine overall quarterback. You look at his superstar abilities and they're just redonkulous. Um although they're not helping Chad any, but they're just <laughs> <laughs> they're just ridiculous. That uh, is the one guy to defeat the Madden curse too. Well he got so, injured and he still came back. Yeah, Tom Brady. <laughs> They say Tom Brady beat the Madden curse, but honestly, he's a cheater, so it doesn't matter. Um, (laughs) There's been several others. The kind of thing that 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 Madden curse thing, I think, has been. Yeah. Who are the other guys that were in the running last year that they had that whole, it might be this, it might be that, it might be. Because it was Juju, it was Mahomes. Juju Smith-Schuster, Mahomes. Saquon, I think. Cam Newton was. Cam Newton might have um, been. Has been in the discussion you know, at least within the last four years. Didn't they even go so far as to leak covers of all of them to try and keep it hidden until they, they actually... Did. They did. Have, they had like four covers right. or something. Yeah. Well, I could absolutely see this being Lamar Jackson. Oh, yeah. Like, no doubt. Yeah. I, I think that's what it's going to be. I don't think we're going to be surprised where they're going to be like, oh, gotcha. It was actually Philip Rivers. You know, like, it's not, <laughs> <laughs> not going to happen. You know. Oh man, <laughs> Philip Rivers. Oh man, oh man. If you well, like the dink and dunk, <laughs> nickel and dime him. Yeah. Got a nickel and dime him. I think they should allow him to re- like record all of his trash talk on the field. Oh yeah, that'd oh. be phenomenal. Yeah, <laughs> it's clean. For those of you that don't know, it's completely, adorably clean. <laughs> <laughs> But he is the biggest talker in the league, probably. Yep. Yeah. But no cuss words. Just funny. Well, you take it take it over for uh, for Andrew Luck, who would get sacked and stand and be like, "Hey, man, good hit." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Well, guys, I'm I'm happy we're starting a fifth season of Madden Twenty. Mm-hmm. I'd love it if we could get to seven seasons, especially if I can win another two Super Bowls. Um, <laughs> I'm interested in seeing how it continues to play out. I've not gotten this far in a season because our yep. I only play our league. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how some things play out for us going forward with the league. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited about the draft. I'm happy that we have some cool draft classes out there. Um, that have, By the way, our 2020 draft class has been dra- downloaded over 600 times. And our 2021 has been dra- downloaded over 500 times. Oh, that's um, a tribute to the work you've put in. Uh, and uh, continue to. You've done you were, a good job. Yeah. I do all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
But, you know, if anybody out there has downloaded it and has feedback or concerns, I would love to hear it because I would love to take a look at it. Because, again, I, I know that what I don't know. And I don't know these players as well as some scouts or people who maybe have watched these players um, for a long time. Um, so I'd love to hear other opinions. But, you know, I'm interested to see what happens with Madden 21, if it's going to release on time. If it's going to be fully featured, um, if we'll be able to get a PS5 to play it on. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, because GameStop situation, that kind of thing. You right. Know? Uh, um, which, by the way, when we get our PS5s, Nate, we do need to do an NCAA 14 league. Yeah, if those servers are up, yeah. Oh, they better keep those servers up. You know, well, they but... shut down Chrome Hounds. R.A.P. Oh. Chrome Hounds. Well a really good one. <laughs> I'm giving him a puppy dog face. <laughs> oh, man. Did you <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I think uh, hopefully we'll, we'll see where some of these guys kind of end up too. Like, I, I'm anxious to see how that dynamic changes some of the... I guess influences, you know, the ratings on teams and yeah. the ups and the downs. And we'll see where the draft kind of goes with that. Like right now, today is already affecting draft choices. Like, absolutely. Um, you know, you, you have New England who is like, uh, is J- Jared Stidham our dude? <laughs> Maybe. You know, that kind of thing. Um, and you have the Chargers who are like, uh, now what are we going to do? But they're probably going to draft a quarterback. Well, if, if TB12 actually goes to uh, Tampa Bay. Well, I mean, if they sign Rivers, yeah. who are they going to draft? They traded away their first-round draft pick. Who? The Colts. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, you said no, no, I said the Chargers. Sorry. Oh, Chargers. I was thinking Colts. Sorry. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Um, the Chargers are obviously they're probably in the Herbert slash Tua realm, is my guess. Could um, be Jordan Love. Could be, yeah. Um, it, I've I've seen his his name kind of pop up as well, that kind of thing. Um, plus, he's from that from that coastal area, more Sacramento ish, I think. Yeah. Um, that kind of thing, but yeah. Um, it, it's always where the quarterbacks are, but. These wide receivers, man, are pretty fast. They are pretty thing. fast. I'm actually not really uh, excited about the offensive line, though. Not like years past. but yeah. <clears throat> There's a lot of good tackles. There's so. good, but, I mean, I don't look at one of them and say, oh, that's perennial pro bowler. Uh, they're all four, like, immediate starters, though. The yeah. top four. Oh, yeah. They're immediate starters, but I don't know if they're – I don't know who's going to be the pro bowler. Out of the the bunch, okay. Well, that's so. always the question there, yeah. and and who can know for sure how good a player is going to be? Yeah. I Just think ask the, Tampa Bay and uh, yeah. and Tennessee. I think the only answer to that question of who can know how good a player is going to be is the ratings adjusters at at Madden because they're never wrong about these things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm breaking my promises. Uh, yeah, he is. And I'm shaking my head every single time <laughs> he does it. Um, 
I, I can't even talk after that. Well, we should probably call it a day. Yeah. This has been a long episode. Probably going to be two episodes here, actually, broken down. Uh, Srita is a pleasure to have you part of this show. Maybe we can get you back in on the next one, too, if, if you're available for the draft special. I certainly have free time for a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, we well, let's do. hope it doesn't go to the April time. But yeah. if, if needs be, if, if that is needed, then that's the healthy thing. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. we'll see. Jason did our last special, our last draft special. He might be funny back. But we've not had Jake on the show yet, and that's something we need to do. You need to do it at Jake's house. With the kids oh, running around. With the kids. <laughs> the, the, sneaking into the office. <laughs> what are you doing in here? <laughs> Dad, like there's a Pokemon. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta do this. <laughs> Uh, his kids are adorable, by the way. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, but yeah. Um, anyhow, um, thank you um, for hanging out with us again, uh, listening and everything. I know that it has been quite some time, but as we all know, life happens. Um, I think we've done a pretty good job of kind of trying to sum up what we think of Madden 20, even though we've really only talked about it like this is the third time. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, there, there's a lot of discussion going on in the community and we're trying to provide a little bit of ours, but, um, uh, I made sure that I kept, uh, um, <laughs> kept Tim at bay this time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, he actually wanted to, he's like, man, I was really negative last time. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, um, I felt yeah. like I got that stuff off my chest and it was time to move on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so hopefully we're not rehashing too much, and uh, hopefully you guys are all staying safe, uh, as we will try to do so as well. And um, TB twelve o'clock uh, is on, and as always, uh, Sarita, what what does Chad need to do? Uh, you know, I Chad, I think you need to go play your game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, play your game, Chad. <laughs> <laughs>